hey guys, um, cute James here, <laughs> uh, welcome to, um, uh, the Sensitive, uh, Gamers Podcast, um, joined by my, uh, one of my really close friends, he helped me through a lot of, a lot of hard stuff, um, it's, uh, it's my, 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 my good friend, uh, uh, Cody64. It's Cody64, hey, how's it going? Hey, Cody, how's it going? Oh, just, just having a good time. We're here to talk, right, we're here well, to talk about video games. Today, um, we're going to be talking about... We're going to be talking about um, Mother 3. Um, Again. our 12-part episode about Mother 3. Uh, we're going to be talking about... Um, is Jeff Force Gemini too violent? I think so. Um, we're also going to be breaking down... Uh, the latest episode of Steven Universe, um, so there will be a trigger warning issued uh, before that segment uh, for, he's, know, for he said, the family loss. He said Steven Universe without the vowels, so also that was why he said it like that. It was good that he said it like that. Uh, Alright, so uh, let's first uh, get to our regular segment, uh, the... Doggos and puppers of, of the week. They're heckin'. <laughs> Alright, um... Well, we have, uh... We have two guests on the podcast today. Um, please welcome... Uh... Dylan and Julian of the Powerful Boys Podcast. Hey. Hey! <laughs> I took my shirt off. <laughs> We're taking over this podcast now. <laughs> to be fair, it's really hot in here also. <laughs> uh you know what? Now we're just we've uh we've uh kicked James and Cody out of the recording room uh, I put, studio. I put Cody in a laundry hamper and I sent him careening down the stairs. <laughs> and uh now it's time for the Powerful Boys podcast. The sheriffs Baby! of sucking you off are here. <laughs> the the number one, uh, number one, uh, Magic the Gathering vi- and uh, anime, uh, video game podcast. We talk um, about anime once, uh, once a trimester. <laughs> we talk about um, video games exclusively when I talk about JRPGs, and we talk about Hearthstone today. <laughs> we are uh, we are unofficially endorsed by Brandon Mordell. Um, and by that I mean, he f- liked one of my tweets one time, which means we are very close friends. Well, they're basically like to me, they're like brothers. To you, they're like your fathers. We're the only podcast uh, recorded exclusively within one week of eating a chicken tender every time, guaranteed. I had I had four pieces of fried chicken at ten thirty p.m. yesterday, <laughs> and that's how we could. Th- that's why we can bring you this episode. Um, I, uh, yeah, I'm Dylan at Prize and Algam on Twitter, and I'm joined, as always, by my beautiful, sensual co-host, Julian. Uh, I'll be performing the How to Buckle Your Seatbelt video soon, but I'm uh, at PartyRacticon on Twitter. And, uh, you can, uh, follow us on Twitter at the Powerful Boys Podcast. Nope, that's not our Twitter handle. What is it? It's, it's at Powerful, Powerful Boys. Boys. At Powerful Boys. Um, anyway... Uh, we are we are here with uh, another round of content. Uh, we did release some content last week, 
It was uh, my set review, and you can check that out on our YouTube channel. Which we have now. We got one, baby. Uh, you can also check that out uh, on my Twitch channel, which is affiliated with our YouTube channel. Yeah, because he, um, he streams. I can't stream. I can only stream Julian PS4 Julian can't stream play. because he has, he has gamer's palsy. <laughs> <laughs> I shake when I game, folks. Um... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, and you can expect more content like that. I can't wait to put uh, up coming soon. I can't wait to put up a video. It's four hours of us alternatingly saying "Jungy Jiny" while playing Hearthstone. <laughs> Jungy Jiny is a tier. Is one of the most tiered decks in Hearthstone. It's on the list. One of the most tiered. It consistently um, plays at least one turtle per game. <laughs> We uh, we uh, we were gonna have a regular podcast last week, um, but I f- f- but, fucked it up. Remix. Uh, Julian Julian did this cool new recording trick where it, uh, uh, where he did was, uh, <laughs> and I'm roasting it about him about this on the podcast because it's uh, the only way I can learn. talk about we we literally didn't talk about it for like a week because we were both so ashamed of it. Um, <laughs> But and, the story uh, roast- needs to be told because I've been thinking about it and it makes me really upset, but also laugh. But Julian did this cool thing where instead of saving the project as a wave file, he put it in the trash and then immediately emptied his trash. Uh, so big ups to Julian on this new recording I did have technique. a wave file of just my audio, which honestly we could have put up. <laughs> No, it wasn't a web. You saved it as the Audacity project. I forgot. I even have a web. <laughs> we should have made like a binaural experience where like I'm in one ear and you're in the other. <laughs> anyway, folks, today we're gonna be uh, we got a couple topics to, to cover. We're gonna talk we're about talking about our favorite cards from uh, Hour of Devastation. It was hard to pick up. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and then we're going to be talking about pre-release, uh, we're going to be talking about, uh, we're going to be cracking a pack, we're going to talk about the Hearthstone expansion, and we're going to talk about all the regular drama segment. in the ASMR community. At the end. That reminds me, Marshall Sutcliffe now has this YouTube channel, oh, God. where he vlogs, like, just his, like, normal experiences at GPs, just eating dinner and like walking around it's just like like a, like a channel you could listen to him complain about having to walk to get like applebee's yeah he there was uh he got delayed at the detroit airport <laughs> this was on his channel this was channel content yeah it's great we'll throw a link to that one throw the link to that in the bio a regular um, day in the life of marsh yeah. Anyway, let's get to uh, let's get to our first topic, which oh, is uh, devastation. That classic uh, high EV, just as just about as high as Born of the Gods. We've got Hour of Devastation. It's a master's uh, <laughs> hitting hitting store shelves uh, this Friday. Yeah. If you if if you uh, if you love and care about your LGS, please help them and buy Hour. No one else will. I mean, except for drafts. But it's fun to draft. Whatever. Um, it it will be, and we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, but first, let's just now that we have the full spoiler. Let's go ahead and let's let's talk about our favorite cards. What do you think of that? Well, uh, first of all, I make this joke all the time, but I actually like genuinely mean it. This is sort of like it is a commander wonderland. Like, there's a lot of fun, going to be very cheap things, all sorts of all all over the place. 
in this set. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I mean... For a set that's themed around big, splashy things happening, there are a lot of cards that are big and splashy, and there's a format where those see play. So we we joked about this, but this set is extremely low value. Not many of the cards are are constructed playable. Mind-bogglingly low. Yeah, but those that are, are probably... Have a have a good place in commander because in a format where you have a lot of one ofs, there's a lot of room to you know experiment. And also, this is also a format where uh, you can uh, really you know sort of stretch stretch a stretch your curve yeah. pretty high and oh, yeah, run like a lot of five drops. Yeah, five, six, seven, eight, big boys. Y- yeah. Um, so let's let's get into this. So uh, my number three is actually the same as your number three because it's a great uh, from card. what I have on the show notes here. Yeah. Uh, so let's just say it at the same time. Ready? One, two, two three. Abrade. God fucking damn it! It's Spanish. So, so uh, our top, uh, our third pick is a braid. Uh, Julian, why don't you tell the 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 listener what this card does? Well, it's one in a red for an instant, and I'll be upfront with you. It does two things. Two things. Choose one. A braid deals. This three. goes into our this goes into our two things theory, which we will cover in a later yeah, episode. We'll, we'll 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 give you the, per, the 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 little snippet of it, but choose one. A braid deals three damage to target creature, or destroy target artifact. So this card is awesome. It, any card that does this, two things or more, and costs less than four. Three, four, yeah, four. You're cooking with gas. <laughs> it does two. Yeah, um, it does two like, things. It does two things, and uh, it's like, also fifty. We cents did actually right now. Yeah, we did talk about this in a previous episode because this was the first card of the set that was leaked, I believe. It was one um, of three. They le- It was right. Like, yeah. Um. Also, like but, all uh, some of the best cards in the set it was like this Bantu's Last Reckoning and something else. Yeah, and I will just say about a braid. This is like vintage playable. Like, like not even joking. Like it, being able to kill to destroy an artifact for two mana, or have the same flexibility to like kill a creature is really, really, really useful. And like in standard, that's obviously super useful because you can kill you know every single thing that would possibly threaten you in Marty vehicles, or you can kill like. Verdurous Gearhold for three mana, uh, for two mana, or you can, you know, there's a lot, a lot of room for for a yeah, no, to be a great card. It's, it's probably never dead in any matchup, so that's like a really big deal. Yeah, it's just straight up like, it does two things, and neither of them are particularly like super expensive. Like if you know, you're paying one extra mana to have the versatility. Of like, yeah, it's bold um, pl- in it's modern bold this plus. is really, in modern this is like really good against affinity, obviously. Um, but there's even you know more applications for this, and then you know when you get into legacy, this probably suffers a little more. But in format like vintage, where you and also this goes for commander too. I, I feel very similarly about these formats where you know the things that you gotta kill, you gotta kill artifacts because there's dangerous artifacts in both those formats, Tons. and you gotta kill, and you gotta kill like the really annoying creatures. So in vintage, this will kill, uh, this will kill Talia, and this will kill. 
this will go both both Talia's, but only the Guardian of Thraven is the one that really matters. Yeah. But um, this will go Talia, and this will kill any any artifact. So like that's really useful. And in Commander, this is just like, yeah, I'll either blow up your Sol Ring or blow up your like you know, tiny annoying utility. Yes, let's say if you're playing re- red and you were the kind of guy that puts one bolt in your Commander deck, well, you just make room for one of Braid too while you're at it. Yeah, exactly. Um, blow up a Sol Ring. Yeah, this card's awesome. It's great. And uh, super flexible. And Flexibility dirt, is a really big draw. Dirt, so. dirt cheap. Yeah. Well, it's not uncommon. Well, yeah, it's good, though. I mean, Fatal Push is an uncommon, too. This is also... Can I can I say this without uh, being uh, roasted or chided? Uh, this is a great card for cubes and battle boxes. I agree. Uh, this is one of those cards where yeah, it's like... It, if you got two bucks lying around... Pick up a playset. Yeah, I mean, just a really like like I'm not even joking. This card is, I I, I assume this will be in the vintage cube next time around. Um, like this is just such a good card for for like a cube to have because it has that flexibility where you're not really investing too heavily. So it's a red it's really, a red really playable. Do. So it gets a it gets a minimum of an A minus from me. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a big fan of a braid. So let's. Let's move to our number two. And this is interesting because we did our lists at the same time but separately. And we both have similar cards in the number two spot. Yeah. So I also, just you as go- a note, I uh, didn't pick anything for commander purposes. Because I would have changed what would have been my number one. But not my number two. Alright, so... Um, you do yours So let's, let's talk about that number two. What's your pick? Well, mine was Claim to Fame. And what was yours, Dylan? Well, we'll get to mine after. It's- Talk us through claim to fame. Okay, claim to fame. Let me pull it up. I didn't pull it up ahead of time, folks. I am. It's bad. uh, it's black for a sorcery. It's an aftermath uh, return... card, so let's keep that. In yes, there. I got it. Returning target creature card with converted mana cost two or less from your graveyard to the battlefield. Sorcery speed, eh. but to the battlefield, hooray! Good. At it still, <laughs> I mean, if Imagine this was instant speed, it'd be too instant. strong. Yeah, exactly. And then fame yeah. is one in a red. For target creature gets plus two plus zero and gains haste until end of turn. So, um, wonder- one wonderful card, one great card. Uh, maybe not great in standard, but like in modern, uh, this gives you access to. With, I mean, it could become great in standard depending on what we get going forward in terms of two drops and one drops. But in modern, I mean, the it's fact just, the, holy fuck. The fact of the modern is, the fact of the matter is that in modern, this will get you a Tarmogoyf or a Death Shadow. And, like, the re- this, this card is, is pretty notable because, like, Luis Scott Vargas, along with some other people, said, this might be the card that makes Death Shadow, like, overwhelmingly too strong. Because you can just um, whip them out. You can get back your Death Shadow, or you can, like... Give it plus two and hit Do this... Or you can do this on Snapcaster Mage, and then Snapcaster Mage this, and then do that on Death Shadow, and then, you know, the value. Yeah. Um, so, like, will this card get Death Shadow banned? Maybe, maybe not, but uh, it's it's really powerful. Yeah, it's like, within the wrong possibility, re- and just Jesus fucking Christ, read Claim again. Like, <laughs> Reanimation is a very dangerous thing. Uh, and, One like, black. maybe not in... Yeah. Let's see, one black to hit a wealth of targets. Yeah, I mean, again, maybe not in standard, because, like, the, what's the best thing you're going to get in standard? Like, Long Tusk Cub? But, yeah. Um, 
But definitely in, in modern, Reprint I think this thing will be... Reprint monasteries with spear in standard and let me hit it with claim. <laughs> but this wouldn't even be that good with monasteries with spear, to be fair. Um, but uh, this this is a super strong card, I, I completely agree. Um, my pick at number two is uh, a different split card. It's Driven to Despair. Uh, this is a really neat card. So Driven is one in a green uh, sorcery give target. Uh, all your creatures get trample and whenever they deal combat damage to a player this turn draw a card um so trample what we call curiosity but then the second half is is a uh, despair which is one in a black sorcery uh creatures you control this turn get menace and when this creature de- uh, deals combat damage to a player that player discards a card so it gives all your creatures uh basically unblockable and the specter ability um so this card's really, really strong. Now, what deck, Dylan, do you want to play this card in? Dredge! Dredge, everyone! Uh, it's going to go pretty, in Dredge! Pretty obvious. Um, and pretty like, terrifying this as pro- well. I've already put in a copy into my Dredge deck. I took out a Dark Blast for this. Um, but uh, just the fact that if you you know you can get this in, you know, hit with like two Narco Amoebas and then like Dredge like eight cards or something like that really really good and then the fact of the matter is that the the back half is the probably the the half that will be cast more often because it'll be in your graveyard it's still Um, very 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 relevant (laughs) it's super relevant it's so like dredge has a thing where it's like uh it doesn't have a problem with combo decks but like this just gives dredge more answers to combo decks more answers to control decks um, and as a dredge player, I'm very happy with it. Um, as far as other, other purposes, I don't really know if this will see play in other, like, in other formats. Maybe this could see a little bit of play in standard. I, I kind of thought about working in one copy of this or something into black green, uh, energy, but w- we, we will have to see. Um, like but I just think these. this card. No, I just think this card is really cleverly designed, and I, I'm a really big fan of yeah, it. Yeah, I was about to say, like, a lot of the Hour Aftermath cards are very f- interesting. They're fun toys to play with, and all, all over the place. Agree. Like, just um, very good across the board. But these are the best, right, too! So, so, time for my number one pick. Alright, so, let's cut to the chase. This this set, low pa- very low power, but, you know what, there's still... A lot of splash happening in this yeah, I was about set, to say, and like, uh, the top. A lot of the mythics are very good. For I mean, for uh, I, I've seen parallels drawn to like the dragon lords from from dragons of Tarkir, and you know maybe that's the case. Uh, I I do have I, I do have one of these splashy cards as my number one pick. It is the Scarab God. The, um, yeah, it's weird. The I always think He's that so card cool. costs less to play CMC wise than it does, but then I'm like, no, no, it's fair that it costs that much. Yeah. So the Scarab God is three blue and black uh, for a five-five God, and uh, it, at your beginning of your upkeep, you scry X, and each opponent loses X life, where X is the number of zombies you control, uh, and then for two blue and black, you can uh, make exile a creature card from any graveyard. And then make a copy of it, except it's a black zombie and it's a 4-4. Uh, and then when this dies, you put it back in your hand. So, I mean, this card is, like, ridiculously good in, like, any limited, obviously. Yeah. But then, 
reanimation is so strong that this could easily be played in standards. Yeah. Easily. It's like, not that this hard card, to get I the, don't know. Especially in this standard, it's not that hard to get the blue. No, and also just like five mana is not asking for much at all. And then just like once you once you make a four four off this, it just devolves into so much value. Like say you're playing against like again Marty vehicles and you exile your third Thraben Inspector. Boom, you have a four four and you get a clue. Like there's that so many ways to rules. make yeah. There's so many ways to make this card just busted, and I, I think this is awesome. And also, as we were saying, this is going to, like, this, and also I feel very similarly about the Locust Gun, these are going to be very, very fast. In no time, you're going to be seeing this as, as a very, very popular commander. Oh, I was gonna, Locust uh, God, I didn't put on my list, but I think is going to be the red-blue commander, like, full stop. Just oh, yeah. Take your Niv-Mizzet, put it in the 100, and put Locust God on top. <laughs> um, well, Mizzet, maybe because of the, the, uh, the, the uh, experience counters that might not be the best idea, but I, I get I understand your sentiment. Um, but certainly, certainly that'll be. Uh, I, I completely agree. Like this is going to push a lot of blue black commanders like out of the way, and this will be a, a, a big, big meta changing card. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you got for your uh, your number one pick? Well, I'll just get into it. I'll tell, explain why I picked it in a minute. I put the actual Hour of Devastation card. The Hour of Devastation. Uh, three and two red for a sorcery. All creatures lose indestructible until end of turn. Hour of Devastation deals five damage to each creature and each non-Bolas Planeswalker. So. Hard, hard board wipe. Hard board wipe, which is why I put it here for the most part, because it's just such... Like, part of me is, like, shocked that this doesn't cost, like, 20, just because it's red. But, like, it's just, it gives, it just does so much. Like, I think a control deck down the line could end up using it, because everyone always says we're going to get a control deck one day. I I mean, this'll be, this'll, this'll be great in standard control for sure. Because it hits Planeswalkers. All Planeswalkers. It's not, like, it's just so good. Makes the tracks of Super yeah. Friends decks go away on account of killing everything on the board. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just think this is this is super important for Commander and super important for Standard. It just there's like the, I mean the, 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 this is like a cheater pick for me because I was trying not to pick cards that I think would be big deals in Commander. This card is more of a big deal in com- in Commander, but I think it could be a very big deal in Standard. Yeah, this card is is sick. Uh, it's just such a, it, it will see play in standard in, in a big way for a very long time, and um, and I think this 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 does really help out red decks and commander, and it does does a lot of stuff. But the hours were a cheap hit and, option. Yeah, the cheap option. The hours were really hit and miss, like the cycle of them. But this card is just yeah. Uh, th- this is this is far and far and away. This and the white one are, are the best best hours for mm-hmm. constructive purposes. Also, I just want to give a shout out to my one honorable mention: the commander only I ha- pick. I have one too, so you go first. The mirror, baby. Oh, mirage mirror. Mirage mirror. I'm not even gonna bother reading it. That's my honorable mention. It's just such a good card for commander. Um, I my honorable mention is Pride Sovereign. It's a cat, and uh, I think this will actually make green-white cats uh, 
an actual archetype. Especially um, as we're going in the you know, future, keeping an eye toward Ixalan. If tribes are going to all be bumped up a little bit, this card is just so fucking good. Yeah, I really like Pride Sovereign, and uh, I think I think you'll see a lot of Pride Sovereign pretty Mia soon. Metallic Mimics. That's Metallic Mimic when it's a creature type cat. Thank you, Julian. Keep that in mind going forward. So let's talk about pre-release, Julian. You, I, I. It is my understanding you did not have a chance to make it. To I couldn't. I had the time on Sunday to go to my LGS and like look around and talk to people, but I couldn't make it out for the one event on Sunday. I did go to pre-release. You did. I did well. How's it? How'd you do, boy? Well, I went to the midnight pre-release on Friday night, Saturday morning. Um, well, first of all, I played some modern, and then I went to the midnight pre-release. Um, but then, uh, and I, I, I sort of, you know, at these midnight pre-releases, you, you know, by the time you're done making your deck, it's already like two in the morning. So I was like, okay, I'll play one round, and then I'll go home, right? Well, well, I ended up going five and one, <laughs> so I lost only one match, uh, and I ended up getting home at around seven thirty uh, in the morning. So that was fun, um, but but uh, I, I had a pretty nice pool. I played a really solid black green deck. Uh, I had two obelisk spiders. I had a torment of hailfire. Um, I had an hour of glory. I just had this really really solid like black green deck, uh, and that was great. Um, and, uh, then I also played on Sunday, uh, I played, uh, and I, I, I had another black green deck, except this time I splashed red and I went four and one this time. So I had two really successful pre had a good weekend. Yeah. Uh, my, my, my Sunday deck was notable because I had three torments of venom and two hours of glory. Um, so I had, uh, had enough removal, we'll say, <laughs> um, but I, I, you know, uh, not many creatures I on have the board some, in those games. Not many on my opponent's side, but I had a, a nice, sizable uh, portion of five drops. Uh, so I just thought I'd share some of my opinions on this sort of limited format that we've seen a little bit so far. Um, so, first of all, I'm just gonna say this: Obelisk Spider, the black green spider, is amazing. Yeah, he looks. Really uh, so good. Ba- so just a description of this card, it's one black green for a 1-4 uh, uncommon with reach. Uh, when it deals combat damage to a creature, put a minus one, minus one counter on that creature. And whenever you put one or more minus one, minus one counters on a creature, each opponent loses a life and you gain a life. So, uh, again, another commander thing. For constructive purposes, I think this Hapatra commander is becoming very, very, very popular. Yeah. Um... And this is amazing in Hapatra Commander. Amazing. So look out for this guy uh, in, in a lot of decks. But just as far as like this card goes, you know, the way this effect works is that if you block a 2-2, you get to kill the 2-2. Because it becomes a 2-2 with one damage marked on it, and it's a 1-1 with one damage marked on it. So that's pretty pretty sweet. And this card is just amazing. It lets you totally stall the board up, and I, I just thought it was super good. Um... Another card I wanted to talk about is Torment of Hailfire. No, this uh, card Julie, just looked, you know this card. This yeah. card just looked damn good. Yeah, so this is X Black Black for a sorcery, and uh, basically what happens is, for the amount of times you pay X, your opponent has to either lose three life or discard your card or sacrifice a non-land permanent. Um, and this card, like, 
could be really bad, but in the right scenarios, it's kind of good. Um, it's probably win more, but I had a blast playing this card, just making my opponents just, like, sack their entire board or die, basically. Um, so that was great. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, this format just seems sort of, a sort of, like, a lot like Amonkhet. Like, very similar speed, and Amonkhet sealed, like, the black-green decks were the best decks, because they were just super grindy. Um, and in this format, I saw, like, the, the green-based decks and the black-based decks definitely did the best. Uh, the white-based ones, too, I should note. Um, so I think it's gonna be very similar, and then as far as draft goes, Amonkhet was notable for having a super fast draft format, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because of all the afflict, because of all the, uh, the exert creatures. Uh, and those are definitely gone, but I'm really thinking that this format is still gonna be super fast. Just cause afflict is so strong. You know? Yeah. Like, I'm sure you, you left off Neheb the Eternal off your list, I, had I noticed. To. I but- had to. <laughs> But, like, Neheb, as an example, is just, like, you know, this is a card that when you draft this, you're just doing an immense amount of damage to your opponent. It's just, yeah, um, punishes blocking in so, a very big way. Yeah, so, like, the whole thing with, with Amicad was just blocking was stupid, like, there's no reason to block, and it just seems like blocking is still kind of stupid, so... um yeah, uh, we'll we'll have to see how the limited format shakes up. But my initial reaction to that is going to be very very similar to Amon Cat. Yeah. That that means fast. Um, so what do we do have uh, have for us now, Julian? Is uh, I won nineteen packs. He won so on, uh, on, many packs. I won nineteen packs on 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 uh, Saturday morning. Uh, and then I won another four packs uh, Sunday. So I'm gonna crack one of these, and. Um, all right, we gotta come up with a gimmick for how we're gonna evaluate each of the cards in this pack. What, what do you say? Um, huh. I was originally gonna say how they like their coffee if they're a sentient thing, but I actually don't know anymore. Uh, let's go with uh, uh preferred uh, what what they order at an Italian restaurant. All right. All right. So we first up, we got Spellweaver Eternal, one in a blue for a two one. Zombie Naga Wizard, Prowess, Afflict 2. I'm looking at this snake, and all I can think of is just friggin' carbonara sauce. Yeah, you think this one likes to really soak in the egg yolks? Yeah, likes them noodles. Alright, we got got Dutiful Servants. Three and a white for a 2-5 zombie. (laughs) Bread basket only. I... Red basket, I agree. Alright, we got Puncturing Blow. Common. Two blue, two red red for a sorcery. Deals five to target creature. If it would die this turn, exile it instead. That's what happens when you order two of the same appetizer. Yeah, this is like That's what happens to calamaris. you if you order two calamari plates. Exactly. Alright, we got Ronus's Stalwart. One and a green for a 2-2 human warrior. You can exert it to give it plus one, plus one until end of turn and can't be blocked. By creatures with power two or less this turn. Snake solace. I have no idea what a snake. <laughs> I mean, this is a human. I think that I think Ronus's stalwart would would like a what? since it respects have the he, god of strength. I'll have what he's and having. I, points to the snake. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got lurching rot beast. 
four, uh, three and a, a, a black for a four-two zombie beast with cycling for one black. It's disgusting to look at. And I bet it loves Olive Garden. It's got yeah, breadsticks for tusks. All right, gift of strength. One in a green instant target creature gets plus three, plus three, and gains reach until end of turn. Reaching for the bread basket, man. <laughs> Gotta get it. Crash through. Red. Sorcery. Creatures you control gain trampled the end of turn. Draw a card. <laughs> I don't know, man. This is one of those magic cards with a karate move on it. You know. <laughs> Alright, Oketra's Avenger. One in a white for a 3-1 human warrior. You may exert Oketra's Avenger as it attacks. When you do, prevent all combat damage that would be dealt to it this turn. She seems like a sweetie. I think she would like cacio e pepe. I was about to say, she's here for the dessert. She's here for the, the sweet, sweet chocolate desserts. Oh, I was gonna, maybe tiramisu? Yeah. Alright. You know why? Because that's, that's what she says about Oketra. I tiramisu you. Strategic planning. One in a blue. Sorcery. Look at the top three cards of your library. One of them in your hand, the rest in your graveyard. That's when, that's when me and you are ordering appetizers. <laughs> <laughs> Desert of the Glorified. Desert, Engine's Battlefield tap, add black to your mana pool, cycling for one in a black. Uh, that's what that's what the, the, the bread basket looks like after me and Julian sit down to the table an, after one minute. An empty swamp. <laughs> Crook of Condemnation, we're up to uncommons. Two, uh, artifact, one tap, exile target cards from a graveyard. One, exile Crook of Condemnation, exile all cards from all graveyards. What do you order from a restaurant when you're the world's shittiest relic of progenitus? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we got Desert's Hold, two and a white for an aura, enchant creature. When it ETBs, if you control a desert or there's a desert in a graveyard, you gain three life. An enchanted creature can't attack, block, or activate abilities. Mamma mia, it's when you're sitting under the vent. <laughs> that's, that's, I think, when you eat too much and you can't get up. Yeah. Alright, last uncommon, we got Eternal of Harsh Truths, 2 and a blue, 1-3 Zombie Cleric, Afflict 2, and when it attacks and isn't blocked, draw a card. What, 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 was, what was the creature type? Zombie Cleric. Oh, it's a Cleric. I couldn't remember. This is a devious man. This is a, this is a, uh, this is a single shot of espresso. <laughs> for, for his appetizer. He looks right, to be way cool. He eats. I'm really pumped. Our rare... Our rare is Ramunap Hydra. Uh, two, three, three and a green for a 3-3 three, three snake Hydra. It's got Vigilance, Reach, and Trample. Has plus one, plus one as long as you control a desert. And has plus one, plus one as long as you have a desert in your graveyard. This is just a sentient pile of, of, that, of that nasty spinach pasta. Agree. Oh, and we have a nice mountain in the, the, the land slot. Is it a foil? <laughs> no, but it's pretty. What masterpiece All did right. you get? Uh, I did not get one. <laughs> All right, moving on to our next topic. Oh, it's a good one. Uh, it's a uh, time to talk about the 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 announcement to the the announcement of the Hearthstone expansion. Oh shit! Uh, so, After Angoro, uh, it's a high time for Hearthstone. Yeah. Like, we're high on the we're, hog we're, with Langoro. It's a great time to play the game. So this expansion is going to be called uh, Knights of the Frozen Throne. And you want to you give us a little little flavor detail on this, Julian? Um, excuse me. Uh, so the long short of it is, 
Hearthstone is continuing its trend of taking established, like, mostly places from WoW and then kind of Hearthstoning them up. So this is essentially a Northrend-themed expansion where... Now, mind you, I don't think there's any tag involved. It's not like they're doing, like, a, like a global zombie set. But the undead are a theme, and more importantly, um, we get the main cast... You know, of nine heroes, risen as death knights, which is yeah, very so cool. This, so this is a also, new type we're of we're definitely card. getting an Arthas card, like a Lich King or Arthas card, like full stop. Oh, for sure, yeah. yeah. And a new Sindragosa. Uh, well, there wasn't one already. There was never. Oh, there was a fight against Sindragosa, wasn't there? No, there it was a different dragon. Fra- thing, thing different dragon. Game. Well, we're getting yeah. a Sindragosa um, almost definitely then. Yeah, but uh. So there's a new type of card. Ice dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a new type of card called hero cards, and so these basically you play these, and they replace your hero and change your hero power and give you five armor. I found out that's all. And give you five armor, yes. Um, So these are pretty, and they all have a battle card. And they change your emotes. (laughs) True, they change your emotes. Um, These are pretty cool. Uh, They sort of seem like. They were looking for a way to, like, capture the sort of feeling of, like, playing a planeswalker in Magic to but me. But it's also cool that, like, it could be, going forward, these don't necessarily have to be... Like, like, like a planeswalker, you could be, like, Tyrion. Now. Yes. Like, I like where they're going with this. And starting with... Yeah, this like, seems like a really cool design space. Starting with Death Knight Heroes is cool... This is also, like, the kind of... It feels more like the WoW TCG that I'm used to, which is nice for Hearthstone. This seems so much better to me than them, like, adding a Death Knight class. Oh, hell yeah. That would be so bad. How would you handle a corset? Would they add to the corset? You could not add a new class. But this is a cool way to make every class have a new flavor temporarily. Yeah, and then, like, they can keep doing this in the future. Like, they could do, like, a neutral, you know, hero. Yeah, like, everyone gets to be Reno. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's just so Um, And, like, it's just... There's nothing I don't like about the idea of the card type. Like, quests were, like... I liked quests, but I was a little, like... "Uh," Because they very, very much are deck-building restriction, and that's kind of annoying sometimes. These are just a card. Yeah, but I'm glad to see them experimenting with new cards. I, I want to see really more good. quests. That's the thing. Like, don't. I hope they don't abandon the quest. I think quests are very cool. Yeah, they should. But they I'm should definitely keep doing quests. Excited for heroes. Yeah, I also am really excited by just like um. I want to know what they do so, with the uh, hero two th- powers because we already have one absolutely bonkers weird new ones. So I want to see all. Of yeah, them. we know about Rexars. Uh, we'll we'll get to those when when they are revealed. Um, but uh. I, I, I want to talk about the fact that they're keywording uh, oh, yeah. lifesteal. Are they going to errata was, it onto... Um... They, they, yeah, they are they are errata-ing it. Okay. It's um, cool, though. Yeah, so lifesteal is, as magic people know, lifelink. It's the same thing. Um, Printed it on and a this bunch is of a stuff great... in the new set, hopefully. Yeah, and this seems like a great, great idea to me because... Um, Hearthstone is a, a game dictated by the aggressive decks in the meta, and I think any way of sort of adding in more life gain will be good for the game. Um, the card we saw and just with a- Lifesteal on it is also very good. <laughs> yeah, it's a 3-2 charge Lifesteal, for which four. is uh, pretty great. Yeah, For the Magic Paladin um, number. 
But uh, I, I'm really interested by this. I think it's also just good for them to have like a, a new, you know, evergreen keyword to put on cards, and yeah, I'm very like, excited by that. It's like seeing Scry happen again. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, uh, uh, what, what else? Oh, yeah, and then this is a weird one, is that they, they made a note of saying that this will be a very Death Rattle-centric set. That's scary um, to me. Which, the last Death Rattle-centric set was Goblins vs. Gnomes. Um, yeah. so, this will be interesting. Uh, Death Rattle has kind of proven to be Hearthstone's most broken mechanic. Yeah. Um, it's just because it's got so much out of a Death Rattle. Yeah, and the fact that, like, Nazoth will still be in the in the game, so... <laughs> like, you guys... <laughs> So and we'll we'll see how that well. turns out. Like not even just why. Yeah, exactly. So I'm very interested by this, and we'll definitely be keeping you guys uh, posted on on the the latest and greatest. Angora was pretty low on death rattles. Now that I think about it, not really none. Yeah. Right. I don't think so. Point, well, like there was like yeah, not really. Point is, we'll be keeping um, we'll be keeping an eye on it. As always, we try not to talk about things until they're officially out, and we have a two week hiatus before. Well, now we'll yes, one week we do. until um, we get official spoilers. So. Yeah. yeah. I'm very excited because I literally bought, the, like, I found a hardcover copy of Arthas' book, Arthas, A Life. Um, and then they announced this. So next time I buy a book, Does, I hope... does Arthas fuck? Huh? Does Arthas fuck? Yeah, Jaina. Does he fuck good? No. That's... All right. Just wanted to know. So next time I buy a book, they're going to make a magic set around it, which is why the next book I'm buying is The Brothers Karasmov. <laughs> Alright, let's 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 talk about our card of the week. It's time for our regular segment, The Card of the Week. It's, we've been doing it this whole time, and you haven't even been listening. <laughs> yeah, we turned the, the mic off uh, when we record this It's segment. because last anyway. our first card of the week, I started sobbing that I was so nervous. So we've been doing it without the mic on to get my nerves up. I promise I won't cry this time. Yeah, Julian's finally ready to record it. So this week, uh, we, I, I, picked a, I picked a card this week uh, because... Uh, well, first, I, no, I, I, first you put another card and I said no. <laughs> well, let me get to why. But basically, all right. I've said it before, I love Dredge, I love to Dredge, Dredge is my modern deck of choice, um, I finally built it a few weeks ago, and I've been playing it as much as I can, Dylan and I hates finally to draw played, cards. I finally played in my first, uh, modern tournament, my first official modern tournament, uh, on Friday, and, um, I, I played Dredge, of course, and I went 3-1, I defeated, uh, I defeated Jeskai Control, what the hell was uh, that? Abzan, and uh, White Black Smallpox. I lost to Affinity, which is a thing that you know happens to the best of us. Um, but it was it was great. I'm super excited to continue my modern career. The P- PTQs this season are modern and sealed, so I will definitely be playing a lot more modern. Um, but I'm just very excited about modern. Modern's well accepted as the healthiest format right now. Yeah. Um, and it's just great. Uh, Tons of decks. Just get out there. Get out there, bust out your fetch lands, bust out your shock lands, and play some, play some dang modern folks. But since, since we're, uh, since I, I had such a success with Dredge, uh, I, I, I initially picked Stinkweed Imp. I to rejected. Be the card of the week. I hate looking at Stinkweed <laughs> Imp. I think it's, I hate the name. 
I love the card. It's a great card. I hate looking at it. So we chose we chose uh, the spiciest one of in dredge. It's not even in most dredge lists. I think uh, I think it, it's it, a great it, one of personally. Like I think it pays. It's a great price. it's a great one of. Uh, I I I am definitely pro stinkweed uh, scourge devil. That's the card, uh, which is the, <laughs> the card of the week. Um, so well, first of scourge all, devil. I want to point out one thing. I was about to say it's scourge devil singular. Look at it. Yeah. Why is there like fifty dogs? <laughs> Those are his puppers. Oh, his his heckin' doggos. <laughs> All right, let's let's re- let's talk about Scourge Devil. Um, why my man's not wearing a shirt? Why my man's wearing a puka shell necklace? <laughs> Where are all these dang dogs come from? Those are the dogs. All those dogs grew up to be uh, Wolf of Devil's Breach, which is one of the most terribly terrible cards I've ever had to look at. Uh, Do you even remember Wolf of Devil's Breach? Yeah, it's the red mythic from Shadow of the Rangers Red, right? It makes you want to hurt people. (laughs) Um, Listen, I'll say this about Scourge Devil, okay? When you unearth that Scourge Devil, when you're on three mana in Dredge, right? Yeah. You pop this puppy out, you trigger all your prize amalgams, all your frickin' blood gas and narco amoebas get plus one, plus zero. You swing for four with the Scourge Devil, you swing for a ton. I've never cast this card and not won the game. I will say that about Scourge Devil. I respect Scourge Devil. He's a member of my family. He runs and with the family pack. means nobody gets left behind. I like that he has little nipples. They're so pointy and small. Why has he got little nipples out, little weirdo? Little freaking weirdo. This is a little dang weirdo, man. Also, they're pierced. I believe they're pierced. They probably are. He's from Grixis. The plane of Grixis. Of course he's got pierced nipples. Grixis, the only place in the multiverse where you're born with pierced nipples, actually. Also, he has a whip made of, like, bird spines? I hate him. Great card. I actually scourge found devil. one while cleaning out my basement. I found one Scourge Devil and I put it in the, the work in progress box for Naheb. Scourge Devil, you have been officially roasted. Get some... He should wear shoes. Does he wear shoes? My damn ass man gotta put on some, some shoes. Scourge Devil running at you full speed and flip flops. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, any last uh, remarks, Julian? Uh, my last remark is keep calm and Neheb on. I love Neheb right. so much, Dylan. Uh, I gotta, I gotta talk him down from this hill. Uh, th- talk to you guys next week. I'm gonna start screaming. <laughs> All right, buddy, listen. I know you like Neheb, but we gotta talk about Neheb. Okay.